0: Can you hear me? I have something to say. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Project Shadow. My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. And, I, okay, I have weird ideas today, and I want to share them with you because I like weird ideas. You like weird ideas, right? I mean, what am I talking about? You wouldn't be here if you didn't like weird ideas, because weird is kind of my thing. Okay, so we finally sat down and watched a... Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. And it was fine. A couple jokes in there really made me laugh really hard. I enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as the first one. Blah, 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 blah. Review done. But, and I don't know if this counts as a spoiler or not, because one of the two scenes that I'm going to be talking about was in the trailer. But just in case you are completely opposed to any spoilers for Ralph Breaks the Internet. and You haven't seen it yet. Just to be safe, I'm going to call spoilers really early because I don't actually want to talk about the movie. I want to talk about a thing that doesn't exist. So spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. Here we go. Okay. So if even if you've seen nothing but the trailers for this movie, you know that Vanellope meets all of the Disney princesses. And this is one of the jokes in the movie that some of them work really well, some of them don't. Vanellope getting her own princess song didn't really work for me. But, okay. So we meet all the Disney princesses, and they kind of talk about their things, And then there's this wonderful moment where at the end of the movie, all of the Disney princesses come together to save Ralph. And yes, please. That's what I want to talk about. And that's what I want to dedicate this entire episode for. I want a spinoff from Wreck-It Ralph. And I want it to be called Princess Rescue Squad or something like that. And I want these versions of the Disney princesses, maybe with the exception of Merida, because I have to say she made me laugh really, really hard. Like I almost like I I literally um almost ruffled. So we might have to tweak Merida a little bit, but I, I I want it to be about I want it I don't want it to be a Disney princess movie. I want it to be a spin-off of Wreck It Ralph. I want it to be these characters I don't care if it happens on the internet go ahead keep that conceit that would be fine because I think that would be really fun to put them into strange and bizarre situations I think that could even work okay so what am I talking about so at the end of the movie there's a moment where Ralph needs to be saved And all of the Disney princesses come together and use their princess superpowers to save him. And it may well be one of the best moments I've seen in an animated flick that was not um, into the Spider-Verse in a really long time. And it made me want a complete and total spinoff. Just because the way they used these characters... Yeah, uh, oh, okay, so Moana uses her relationship with water to cause a spike to go up. Ariel then swims through the water and spirals it up into the air even further. Then Ilsa uses her ice powers to freeze it into a slide to catch Ralph. Um, That's only like part of what happens, and I, I, I don't want to spend... My entire time in this video talking about um, just that one scene in Wreck-It Ralph. But I I want this to be a thing. This is like the ultimate female Avengers. And I don't know why I enjoyed it so much. But just go with me here. So we get our spinoff of... I don't care what we call it, Super Princess Rescue Squad or Princess Rescue Squad or what have you. And, okay, so you have Belle. Belle is the researcher who spends all of her time in the library finding all the deep secrets that they need to solve their problems, right? You have Rapunzel, who is the infiltration, exfiltration, and escape artist who uses her prehensile hair to go into things and think about all of the mission impossible jokes you could do involving Rapunzel's hair. I just wanted you I just want you to just take a moment and think of all of the wonderful mission impossible things that you can do with Rapunzel's hair. I want this. I need this so bad. Okay. Then you have Ariel. Ariel has the special ability that she can talk to fish and she's kind of a mermaid. So she gets to take on the, those things as well as she is completely and utterly fascinated by human stuff and thingamabobs, which means she is invaluable on a case because Since she's so fresh and new to the human world, she doesn't take things for granted. So she'd be able to notice clues that the others would miss. Right? Are you starting to see where this is going? This would be so amazing. So Snow White can talk to the animals. So between Snow White and Aurora, who both can talk to the animals. You really have, like, these this twin Beastmaster sisters that would be able to summon hordes of animals to do their bidding. And because Disney owns... oh, So, uh, do you see where I'm going with this? Okay, I hope you're excited. I hope you're excited. So Jasmine, with Raja, and her ability to speak with animals, and the fact that she's just the fierceness, and she has a freaking tiger... Mulan is your sword master, your fighter, who can go in and get the job done. Oh. <laughs> you have your magic witch lady in Ilsa, and I want this so bad, and I don't know why. Like, this brings out my little internal, like, nine-year-old girl who jumps up and down and just screams at the top of her lungs. Like, please, 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 please. I want this. I want this so bad. I want to see them going up against cases and just totally rip off the super friends. Just do it and make a league of evil that's the Disney villains and put them together and have them with their machinations and have them deal with villains from other things as well. Imagine all of the meta hijinks that you could get into with a show like this. Just take a moment. Just just, just sit round back. Just think of all the stories that you could do and all of the fun play-on things that you could do, especially if you give them access to all of the Disney and Pixar libraries, all of the things that they could end up doing. I mean, could you imagine... The Disney Princess Rescue Squad having to team up with the Monsters from Monsters, Inc. to do a thing. I want this. I don't know why I want it so bad. But I do. And it would... If you pull it off right, it would be so empowering on so many levels. Because one, it's a team of all women who are able to kick butt, take names, and take control of the situation. It it completely removes them from this scenario that we generally find them in of being the one that ends up being rescued by a man unless you're Ilsa or Moana. Yeah. I think that's... We can make arguments about some of the others, but, you know, Mulan technically doesn't need anybody you know anyway it takes them out of that context and gives them so much agency in the world that they live in and you could play around with various other characters from their settings and from their scenarios and i'm going to be talking about that don't think i'm not going to be talking about that don't think that my mind hasn't started going there of all of the things that you could do with sebastian and flipper and oh oh my goodness why am i so excited about this This is the stupidest thing I've ever been excited about that doesn't exist. Except for that one time I dreamed about a cartoon that I watched when I was a kid, and then I got really mad because I couldn't find it on TV, and then I realized that I dreamed about it, and yeah, that happened once. But this is a thing that could happen because Disney allowed it to happen in Wreck-It Ralph. This is a perfect spin-off opportunity. It lets them use their Disney princesses, in a way that makes them relevant, in a modern way, and removes them from the baggage that often gets associated with them when we talk about them. For goodness sakes, they put Pocahontas in this movie, and it didn't make me think about all of the things that I think about when I usually think about Pocahontas. Yeah, that, that's a huge step forward, because my normal rea- reaction to Pocahontas is, oh, yeah, that movie. Oh. And I'm not going to get into all of the reasons why I think that, but I'm not the only one. They gave me a Pocahontas that didn't make me think about those things, and I'm fine with that. And you also have Tiana and Merida. I mean, first... Th- Yes, there's a lot of white women, but there's a lot of diversity in there, too, with Jasmine and Pocahontas and Mulan and Tiana. And, oh my goodness, I want this to be a reality. I, 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 You know how I feel about Disney, and I feel like they're taking over the world, and I really don't want them to have yet another franchise that could potentially take over the world, but... They already own these characters, so it's just kind of extending their franchise. Oh, my goodness. So, what would it be like if we allowed them to run riot with these characters? And I mean, like, completely like they did on the show, where we get to see them outside of their princess dresses and outside of the context that we're used to them in one of the most liberating moments of ralph breaks the internet is when um who was it it was aurora had no it was cinderella cinderella had the mice make all of them some really comfy sweats and t-shirts to just lounge around in and there was something so wonderful about seeing a Disney princess in sweats. Because it's the side of the princesses that we never see. We always see them either in their stories or through a continuation of their stories or in some regal context. By allowing them to become people that we can then start associating ourselves with, it helps Disney build their brand, which is all about the princesses. If we make them into kick-butt superheroes, then that helps them extend the princesses out to a world where it's okay that boys watch the princesses. Huh? And we can have ancillary characters that play a part in here. We can bring Aladdin in. We can bring Char- Prince Charming or Beast, though the human form of Beast, because the story's over. He got turned back into a guy. Let's just like, continue forward with that. but Or Prince Eric, or what have you, right? We can bring them in and give them characters too, and give them identities and plots other than just being Prince Charming or that guy that she kind of has feelings for who ends up having to rescue her even though he's not a fully-fledged character in the story. I mean, think about it. With the exception of Aladdin... Most of these characters aren't really... Well, Aladdin and the Beast. Most of these characters aren't really characters. I mean, what do we know about Prince Charming? What do we know about any of the princes that go to save Aurora or Cinderella or Snow White? What do we know about Prince Eric other than he's got a dog? And he's so cute that Aurora falls instantly in love with him. Nothing. Nothing. And so we allow them to have characters of their own so the boys can have their prince characters and you double your market because you have princesses and princesses, princes and princesses. Oh my. Come on, Disney. Don't you want this to be a thing? I really don't know why I'm so excited about the idea of a Disney princess rescue squad. I don't. I maybe it's just because I've been spending a lot of time getting in touch with my feminine side as I am progressing through life. But oh my goodness. Like I said, think about how the other characters that we could bring in to do other fun things for episodes. Think about Poe from um, Mulan. And how much fun we could have with that. Think about the stuff we could do with, like I said, Raja or Aladdin. Don't do the genie. Don't do the genie. Because remember, Aladdin let the genie free, and this isn't the genie's story anymore. This isn't Aladdin's story anymore. This is Jasmine's story. Let the genie go. Maybe bring him back for a special event if you can find somebody who could do the voice and you do really, really good writing. But for the most part, just let the genie go. And all of the mice. This is up there. I, th- I think what triggered this in my head to be honest, was watching Aunt May in Into the Spider-Verse be a character who had agency and being a character who was actually active in the story rather than just this damsel who has to be rescued all the time. It excited me about this idea so that when we watched Ralph Breaks the Internet, it, like opened up all these possibilities to me of the things that we could do. So let's talk about some of this in detail, shall we? So let's start with Cinderella. Cinderella to me would be the cue of the group, right? She's got Gus Gus and the other mice that can make things like crazy and stitch things together. So why not have Cinderella be the Q. She's the one that comes up with the neat outfits and costumes that allow them to do their things. And before you start going, well, that's limiting. Why would it just be costumes? Think about Batman. Batman's superpowers are basically that he makes really cool costumes and really cool toys. He's able to make himself fly because of his boots and the stiffness of his cape, right? There's a lot of things that we can do with that. And having her be down there with Belle, Belle being the brain of the operation, being able to come up with the plans and how things should be executed, almost taking on the mad scientist role that they tried to give her in the live-action version of the movie that kind of didn't work, but her father was an inventor. And so you could kind of blend those two ideas of Belle together. So she's kind of the researcher, whereas Cinderella is the character who makes things come to life right? So Belle comes up with the designs, Cinderella and her mice make it happen. So that would be a fun team in and of itself. And of course you have, you know, LeFou you could bring in or Gaston or any of the other characters for, you know, comedic relief or for, you know, if we find out that you know, LeFou is secretly the reason Gaston was believed to be so good at everything because he pretended to be a bumbling fool in front of others because Gaston required all of the credit. Wouldn't that be a fun twist on the character? I'm not saying that they have to do that, but I'm saying that that would be really, really cool. So, there you go. We, we give Belle and Cinderella this pivotal role in the group and there they are. So Aurora and um, Snow White, particularly these two. And I would stay mainly with Aurora. Aurora becomes the spymaster. She would probably be more akin to M if we're going to be continuing to use this uh, model that I've adopted from the James Bond movies. Because she can talk to the birds. She can talk to the animals. Think of the wonderful Game of Thrones jokes that you could do in the first couple episodes where she's literally talking to her little birds and getting all the information. Like, she could literally be running a spy network all throughout the world via the use of her little birds. And all the other animals that come and talk to her. And she can understand them. And they understand her. And... What a perfect role for her, right? So, we have Aurora, Sleeping Beauty, as the spymaster who gets all the information in. And she could even split that role with somebody like Ariel if you wanted. Because what, what Aurora can get from the birds, Ariel could get from the sea. Not to mention, when you pair up Ariel and Moana and the different things that you could do there. I mean, Moana is essentially a cooler version of Aquaman that's a, not a man. Yeah. Are you starting to see all this getting put together? I hope you are. I don't know why. Uh, I'm sorry, I keep coming back to the idea of why am I so excited about this. Um. Let's see. Who else can we go to here? I think the two most difficult characters for me to think about is uh, Tiana from Princess and the Frog and um, Pocahontas from Pocahontas. I don't think I really have to say that because Tiana's story is interesting and it does fit into the Disney princess mold, but I don't think of Tiana as having any particular superpowers in that way, that, you know, I think of the other Disney princesses having powers. Because, I mean, she kind of talks to the end. In- I, I don't know. I, I need somebody who's a bigger fan of the, um, what is it, the Frog Princess and Pocahontas to really help me nail down those two characters, because, I don't know, the the, the Frog Princess came out at a time mm-hmm. when... I really wasn't going to movies, and so I only have the barest memory of it. So, yeah, I feel really bad about that. I need to watch that. I need to watch that again. That that needs to be a thing. Huh. And uh, Pocahontas had problems, and I am not the right... You know, I am not the right person to talk about how to fix Pocahontas. So I'm also going to step away from her character because... Oh, that's just a path I don't feel safe walking down. Because, yeah. Reasons. I I think you can see what those reasons are. And I, I don't want to cut either of these characters from the group but I think that we should go and talk to people who are more uh, qualified to give their opinions on how best to incorporate Pocahontas and Tiana into the setting. Um, Mulan, again, becomes very obvious chief of security. She's one of... She and Rapunzel being well, she, Rapunzel, and Ilsa being the um, go-to action team, because you have everything there, right? Rapunzel can get in and out of almost everywhere because of her prehensile hair. You have, well, a literal super-powered character in Ilsa, and you have Mulan, who is a brilliant strategist and brilliant swordsman in her own right. So no matter what they were facing, those three would be able to, you know, work their way through and accomplish the task that they had it in front of them. Snow White to me, she seems like while I said, and I still agree that Aurora would be the spy master snow white to me seems like the Charlie in the Charlie's angels. Cause think about it. She had to organize se- seven dwarves that were just all manner of trouble. I don't know why I think of her in a managerial context, but for some reason, when I think about Snow White, that that's where I go. And Maybe that has something to do with the uh, um TV series Once Upon a Time, but I don't know. You know Snow really wasn't managerial in that, so I, I don't know why I've got that image of Snow White, but I do... And I would love to see her kind of running the office with the dwarves running around in there. I I would I don't know, in my head I've got kind of a weird office space thing going on where, you know, Grumpy and Sneezy and Bashful and Doc and everybody running. Around. Oh, that 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 just kind of writes itself because as I'm saying that, like the characters from Office Space are kind of flashing through for who's who. In each of those scenarios, all the way down to Dopey. Yeah. Gotta fill out those TPS reports. I don't know. I had such a fun idea. And I've really been enjoying thinking about this. And if I didn't think that Disney would sue my pants off if I wrote fanfic... For the Disney Princess Rescue Squad. I I would do that. Hmm... Uh, I don't trust that they wouldn't sue me, because I don't know what their policy is on fanfiction. Because I can't think of any Disney fanfiction that I've seen that wasn't licensed through a Disney company. But, I don't know. It was an interesting idea. I really like it, and I kind of want Disney to do it. I really do. And I want it to be CG, and I want it to you know, pick up the characters as we met them. And I don't even mind, like I said, if we just have them exist on the internet and run around going into different worlds that way and different scenarios that way, because that does actually open up the number of types of stories that you could do where if you wanted, especially for Disney, if they wanted to do a tie-in with something they were doing with Avengers or, or Star Wars or what have you, Well, those tie-ins are built in because they can just go to that part of the internet and have the story, you know, happen. So, I really don't see the downside in doing this. I am way too excited about this stupid idea. I have talked for almost 30 minutes about it, but I hope you liked it too. So, that's my idea for a spinoff from Wreck-It Ralph called Princess Rescue Squad. (laughs) And I just... I had to share because I thought it would be fun and I enjoyed myself. If you did and the app that you're listening to me on allows you to rate either this podcast or the episode, please do so. That helps out a lot, especially if you're listening, listening in Apple podcasts, it tells the algorithm to share us with more people. If you've got a dollar you can throw my way, please go to the show notes. You'll see a link. This is anchor community Support. You can join the project at the one five or ten dollar levels that really does help out a lot helps me get microphones like the one i'm talking on the software that i do everything with it really does help me out tremendously if you don't have a buck you can throw my way trust me i understand that i, I really really do um you could always share the podcast with people that you think would enjoy it. And if you know anybody at Disney, share this idea with them. I'll just take a creator credit, and, you know, that would make me very happy. If you'd like to follow me online, the easiest place would be on Twitter. I'm C. E. Dorset on Twitter. We have a Facebook group and uh, I'm trying to get better at Instagram I'm just trying to figure out what to post over there if you want to find links to everything that I do just head over to ProjectShadow.com and you'll find links to everything over there so yeah I am recording the audiobook for Crucify My Love book one in the Mask of the God series right now and I am still working on the upcoming Space Upper thing that we talked about so yeah look forward to those things too Um, I really want to know what you all thought of this episode in particular. I have long thought about doing a series on the podcast of, like, what if I did a thing? And I've done a couple episodes every now and then on that topic where I would just, like, pick a thing and be like, well, if I did it, I would do it this way. And... I have a lot of fun with that, but I don't know if you guys do. So if you would like to hear more of me speculating and going crazy about things like Princess Rescue Squad, let me know. That would be very handy. You can either hit me up on one of the social networks or go to Anchor.fm, download the Anchor app, follow Project Shadow, and there in the show notes you'll see a button, well, in the show notes... On the page, you'll see a little button that says a voice message. If you click that, you can leave up to a one-minute message. It can be a question, a comment, or a topic you'd like to hear me discuss on the show. Keep it clean so I can use the audio. And we'll make this our podcast. Because that's what I want it to be. So until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.